The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Hill knows that when we eat well, we live well. When we live well, we have rich, vibrant lives. By focusing our eating on properly prepared, nutrient-dense whole foods, Kelly Hill teaches us how easy eating well and living well can be. Now here's your host, Kelly Hill. Welcome to Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. I'm your host, Kelly Hill. A few months ago, I was at a health fair giving away information and talking to people. On one side of my table, I had coconut oil and cold-pressed extra virgin olive oil in front of this big happy face sign. On the other side of my table, I had canola oil and Crisco in front of a big red frowny face sign. I wanted people to be able to quickly identify what I was there to discuss. Interestingly, I had a tremendous amount of backlash from some people about the canola oil, (laughs) from from people who had taken nutrition classes in the past and had been told canola oil was the best healthy oil, to heart patients concerned that their cardiologist told them to use canola oil. I also had many people stop to tell me they knew the dangers of canola oil as well as soybean oil. If you're not sure about soy, listen to the December 2nd, 2013 show called Is Soy Really Healthy?, with Dr. Kayla Daniels. You can find it on my website, therightnutritionplan.com or on iTunes. But I realized once again that the issue of fats is a very complex topic. We've covered it some here on Eat Well to Live Well, but we haven't covered the health effects of canola oil specifically. Since this is still the main oil with some pretty big health questions surrounding it, I decided it was time to find one of the leading experts in the field and ask him to join us. So I put in a request at the Weston A. Price Foundation, and the president herself, Sally Fallon, agreed to come on the show. Sally Fallon's a a journalist, chef, nutrition researcher, homemaker, and community activist. She's the author of Nourishing Traditions, the cookbook that challenges politically correct nutrition, and The Diet Dictocrats. This well-researched, thought-provoking guide to traditional foods contains a startling message. Animal fats and cholesterol are not villains, but vital factors in the diet, necessary for normal growth, proper function of of the brain and nervous system, protection from disease, and optimization. Optimum Energy Levels. She's also the president of the Weston A. Price Foundation, a nonprofit tax-exempt charity founded in 1999 to disseminate the research of nutrition pioneer Dr. Weston Price, whose studies of isolated, non-industrialized people established the parameters of human health and determined the optimum characteristics of human diets. Dr. Price's research demonstrated that humans achieve perfect physical form and perfect health generation after generation, only when they consume nutrient-dense whole foods and the vital fat-soluble activators found exclusively in animal fats. With Mary Ennig, Sally Fallon also co-authored the book Eat Fat, Lose Fat, and I'm honored to have Sally joining us today on Eat Well to Live Well. Thank you so much for being here today. Oh, you're welcome. So let uh, canola oils really, and I heard you even laugh about it because this this is a very complex, confusing topic for it people. Is. There's, this is the most confusing oil <laughs> to talk about. 
Um, it's not as good as they say it is, but it's also not as bad as they say it is. I personally don't use it. I don't think we should use it. But it's probably, I say probably, better than soybean oil or corn oil. So what, what exactly is canola oil? Okay, so canola oil is a genetic modification of a traditional oil called rapeseed oil. And rapeseed oil has been in human diets for thousands and thousands of years. It was thought that rapeseed oil was toxic. Uh, use of rapeseed oil was associated with something called Keshen's disease, fibrotic heart lesions in countries where they used it. And it was thought that this was because of something called uricic acid in the canola oil, in the rapeseed oil. So the industry in Canada, uh, Canada was looking for a good ex- export product, and they wanted an oil that would grow in cold countries. And they engineered an oil uh, very similar to rapeseed oil, but low in uricic acid. What they never told the public is that when they tested this oil on animals, there were still lots of problems with them, uh, more strokes, uh, uh, more uh, need, uh, need for vitamin E. Uh, it was definitely not a heart-healthy oil. But anyway, canola oil is a genetic modification of a traditional oil called rapeseed oil. Now, working with my colleague, Mary Ennig, it was her opinion that if you're using truly cold-pressed rapeseed oil like they do in these countries, you know, pressing it in a stone press and using it really fresh in the context of a diet that also contains saturated fat like coconut oil or ghee, which is the way it is used in India, uh, there were very few problems with it. Um, in the studies on the rats, when they gave the rats coconut oil, the rats did not have these problems with the canola oil. But again, this is not what you're hearing. Um, the people promoting canola oil for healthy hearts are not telling you you also need saturated fats or coconut oil is very damaging to the heart uh, or canola oil is very damaging to the heart. If you're just joining us today on Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill, we're discussing canola oil with the help of Sally Fallon from Weston A. Price Foundation and author of Nourishing Traditions as well as Eat Fat, Lose Fat. Find more information at WestonAPrice.org where you will find an abundance of information including articles on nutrition, diet, and health as well as videos, blogs, and copies of very thought-provoking quarterly journal pieces. Now, remember, Sense of Care is providing 10 lucky listeners the opportunity to try the eco-friendly bamboo toothbrushes. They're biodegradable, naturally antibacterial, and won't increase waste in our landfills. Enter to win at therightnutritionplan.com. Use the giveaway link on the right-hand side. You can hear this show as well as past episodes anytime, anywhere by downloading the free MP3 from iTunes or listen on my website, therightnutritionplan.com. So how did this rapeseed oil get named canola? Well, they they renamed it. <laughs> they didn't think that uh, selling something called rapeseed oil would do very well. It's pretty hard no, to market. No, doesn't, doesn't sound good at all. And so they named it canola oil after Canada. <clears throat> so, because, uh, you know, <laughs> this is an interesting, I live in uh, Oregon, and mm-hmm. up until recently, I used to tell people, you know, don't use canola oil because have you ever heard of a canola plant? And um, it was a very easy way for people to 
to identify that you need to understand and know your oils. Well, now in our northern part of our state, they're actually planting uh, a seed that they are calling canola. Yes, well, you know, that's, you know, that's not, that's really not what the problem is. The problem is that the oil today that you get called canola oil is not pressed out on a little stone press by a little guy who comes to your back door and gives it to you really fresh. It goes through a horrendous industrial process that damages the fatty acids, particularly the omega-3s. Canola oil is uh, quite high in omega-3s. It has about 10%, and these are the fatty acids supposed to be so good for you. But they're the ones that are most damaged by processing. And uh, when they process it... um, these damaged oils smell terrible, and they do have to deodorize, and the deodorizing process creates trans fats. Not a lot, but it does create some, and so there will be some trans fats in canola oil, and what's left of the omega-3s are very damaged. They are full of free radicals. It's just absolutely not the thing you want to put in your body. And I understand, you know, there are bottles of canola oil out there that say, all natural, cold-pressed, but I understand that even these you really need to be careful of. Um, they are deodorized, and that's what you don't want. So this is, this is as, as much, if not more, about the processing than it really is about where the oil came from. Yes. It, well, uh, uh, now the other, uh, the other big factor is that most canola oil is genetically modified. And I have not seen studies on genetically modified canola oil, but there have been studies on genetically modified corn, soybeans, and potatoes, and they have shown some very serious um, effects on the digestive systems, especially of growing animals. They're very highly carcinogenic, so we just don't know about canola oil. But again, the vast majority of canola oil is genetically modified. I just want to remind listeners that if if you're hearing something for the first time on genetic modification and are, are a little, you know, it's over your head at the moment, uh, make sure that you go back and listen to last year's show with uh, Sandra Lee from the Institute for Responsible Technology. We did a great show October 21st, 2013, and really went over genetic modification and what the health implications were. So uh, if, if you're hearing something new there, make sure that you go back and listen to that. And so... Now, I read, and and correct me if I'm wrong here, but I read that when the Canola Council of Canada wanted to start selling canola oil in the U.S., the rapeseed wasn't given generally recognized as safe status or grass status by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Um, Is that correct? You know, it's a little shady. It definitely took a long time. I don't know if that's because the U.S. didn't want the competition from canola oil that would be competing with soybean oil and corn oil. I know that it was forbidden to be used in infant formula until quite recently. Well, how Uh, did that change? How can you have something that's forbidden and then all of a sudden allowed to be, okay, now it's fine? Yeah, well, it's influence, definitely influence, yeah. And and canola oil has been grown in the United States now, so there are interests here. Well, and that does always change the politics of, yes, <laughs> of what happens in our world. So, well, there you go. So when did canola oil then really arrive in the marketplace in the way that we're seeing it now, not in the rapeseed 
concept of, right. of traditional and, and, diets, but in the right now. Well, it was in the 1980s, and it's this is an interesting story that you know the food industry watches consumer habits. They spend a lot of money tracking consumer habits, and they were um, tracking. Uh, the change, the increasing interest in healthy foods and the growth of health food stores. And they knew, they knew that they could not use uh, soybean oil or corn oil or any of these other highly unsaturated oils in health foods because they knew how extremely toxic these oils are. They cause cancer, heart disease, premature aging, I and mean, they're, just, they're just horrible. I know that these oils have been promoted um, for you know, helping heart disease and stuff, but uh, they knew that was a lie and they knew that the health-conscious consumer just was not going to buy this. So that's when you started to see the interest in monounsaturated oils. There were a lot of conferences on the Mediterranean diet and olive oil, which is a monounsaturated oil. And monounsaturated oils are much more stable and much healthier than the polyunsaturated oils like corn oil and soybean oil. The problem was this. Uh, there just is not enough olive oil in the world to meet the demand for processed food aimed at the health food market. And so they couldn't bring saturated fats back. They had spent the last 50 years demonizing saturated fats. So they needed something else, and what they wanted was a cheap monounsaturated oil, and that's what attracted them to rapeseed oil. Uh, it grows well in northern climates, and um, they thought it was going to be this perfect heart-healthy oil, very low in saturated fat, uh, mostly monounsaturated, and this what they thought was a great bonus of 10% omega-3. And those actually are the problems. The being low in saturated fat and having all this omega-3 are really what the problems are in um, canola oil. Oh, my goodness. Well, let's take a, a quick break. We're discussing the, con uh, the topic of canola oil with Sally Fallon, president of the Weston A. Price Foundation and author of Nourishing Traditions and Eat Fat, Lose Fat. You can get more information at WestonAPrice.org. On the website, you will find fantastic articles, not only about nutrition, diet, and health, but current scientific research about non-toxic agriculture, holistic therapies, and so much more. All this information is at WestonAPrice.org. Remember to enter to win one of 10 free packs of bamboo toothbrushes on my website, therightnutritionplan.com. Feel free to connect with me on Twitter or Facebook at The Right Plan or email me at eatwelltolivewell at therightnutritionplan.com. If you have any questions that you'd like answered, send it to me because I'll be answering listener questions on August 11th. Send them to eatwelltolivewell at therightnutritionplan.com. Remember to sign up for free weekly nutrition tips at therightnutritionplan.com as well. We'll be right back to continue this discussion about the canola oil with Sally Fallon from the Weston A. Price Foundation and author of Nourishing Traditions and Eat Fat, Lose Fat. You're listening to Eat Well to Live Well with me, your host, Kelly Hill. Want energy all day? Ready to lose fat without feeling deprived? Tired of complicated weight loss programs? Wish there was a way to lose weight without processed and unnatural food? It's time to jumpstart your metabolism in a healthy way, the Kelly Hill way. 
This easy-to-follow two-week fat loss program has a 100% success rate to date. It creates and maintains overall health while reducing fat. You'll have more energy, think clearer, feel better, and have lost fat. All while following the two-week menu plan of simple recipes that use real, natural food and include healthy tips for every meal. The two-week fat loss program is a clear, easy-to-follow plan that will help anyone get back on the road to optimal health. Order the Right Plan Nutritional Counseling two-week fat loss program today at therightnutritionplan.com slash book. Not only can you learn about new and fascinating nutritional products at therightnutritionplan.com, but you can win them too. Every month, The Right Plan features a nutritional or innovative product like the ECO Lunchbox, pumpkin seed butter and pumpkin protein powder, fudge sauce from Wax Orchards, Zorba's handcrafted raw chocolates, coconut oil, and so much more. And every month, one lucky visitor will win the product to try themselves. It's easy to enter. Just visit therightnutritionplan.com slash giveaway. After you've entered the giveaway, check out some of Kelly's delicious recipes that not only will please your taste buds, but your waistline and health as well. At therightnutritionplan.com, you'll learn more about all the wonderful nutritious options that are available to you and your family. Remember, everything has a purpose and a plan. Make it your purpose in the right plan. Rightnutritionplan.com slash giveaway. Want to know the three biggest myths that keep you overweight? Well, now you can in Kelly Hill's free webinar. In just 40 minutes, you'll learn the three biggest nutrition myths that are keeping you overweight, feeling exhausted, and unable to reach your personal goals. The webinar is free, and you'll even get other great freebies that Kelly's clients use daily to reach their goals. It's easy. Visit therightnutritionplan.com slash webinar. That's therightnutritionplan.com slash webinar and sign up. 40 minutes that can change your life and help you find your optimal health. Sign up for the webinar and take the unprocessed challenge today to find the you that you know is there. Everything has a purpose and a plan. Make it your purpose and the right plan. Sign up for Kelly's free webinar today. TheRightNutritionPlan.com slash webinar. That's TheRightNutritionPlan.com slash webinar. You're listening to Eat Well to Live Well with your host, Kelly Hill. If you have a question for Kelly, you can email her at EatWellToLiveWell at TheRightNutritionPlan.com. Now let's get back to Kelly Hill. Welcome back as we continue at Eat Well to Live Well. I'm your host, Kelly Hill. Today, we're talking about canola oil with Sally Fallon from the Weston A. Price Foundation and author of Nourishing Traditions as well as Eat Fat, Lose Fat. Visit WestonAPrice.org to learn lots more information. You can keep up to date on what's happening by following them on Facebook or Twitter at Weston A. Price Foundation. So we're, we were just talking about the change from... Um, polyunsaturated to monounsaturated uh, in the I guess we'll we'll say the the mental diet industry um, yeah the health conscious in the health food stores and when you go for example when you go to whole foods everything's done in canola oil all the deep yes. frying and you just couldn't think of a worse use for it um, because you're creating even more damage to the oils and it's interesting Mary Ennig and I wrote several times to whole foods uh, begging them not to use canola oil, uh, but to use palm oil or 
uh, lard or tallow, which would be the healthy choices. And eventually we did get back a kind of form letter telling us how wonderful and healthy canola oil was. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I heard uh, later that it was canola oil money that helped start Whole Foods. I don't know if that's correct, but there definitely is a, a partnership there in some way. And so maybe, you know, they have to use it. I don't know. But don't buy their prepared food because it's just, you know, loaded with canola oil. So you you mentioned lard and tallow, and mm-hmm. I think this is an area people get very confused because, um, you know, obviously, if we go back in time, everything was lard and tallow, basically. Yes, um, yes. In fact, we, we were having this discussion at a conference the other day about, you know, having eaten as kids, you know, McDonald's French fries were in tallow. That's and, right. That's right. That, and they were delicious, too. They were delicious, yeah. And they were done in lamb tallow. And it was a a group called Center for Science and the Public Interest, which was being funded by the soybean industry, which um, went on this big campaign about all the cholesterol and saturated fat in the McDonald's fries. And just kind of overnight in 1984, um, McDonald's switched to partially hydrogenated soybean oil. And I remember this very well because there was an article on the front page of the Wall Street Journal the day it happened. So you're talking about big business here, yeah. oils that are cheaper for them to use and, uh, you know, was good for the soybean industry and the oil processing industry. And it was really a shame because McDonald's led the way and then all the other fast food places did the same thing. And pretty soon there was no tallow left in the fry. So what was um, sort of a neutral food, not particularly bad for you, um, maybe not really good for you, but at least it wasn't harming you, turned into cancer sticks, basically. Oh, and that's too bad. And, and, you know, now, of course, Mary Ennick has been vindicated. They have uh, admitted without mentioning her name, that the trans fats are bad, bad at any level, and they are in small levels in canola oil. Um, and uh, so what have the companies do? They have switched to liquid vegetable oils, which is like going from the frying pan to the fire. These liquid vegetable oils are so toxic. That's why the industry came up with partial hydrogenation in the first place. They knew these liquid oils were extremely rancid, carcinogenic, uh, caused heart disease. Uh, they knew this. And, but that's what we've gone back to because we, we now know that the trans fats are bad. So even though, so the stuff that, you know, because I'm across the country, but, you know, we hear, we heard when New York City uh, outlawed trans fats and uh, obviously all these companies have to work with that and they brought in and were touted for using the the trans fat free oils, but these are still vegetable oils that are toxic. A boon for canola oil, because you can't argue that of all the vegetable oils, Canola oil is the most stable because it's the highest in monounsaturated fat. So you could argue that. And so all this anti-trans fat, you often wonder if it was manipulated by the canola oil industry. You know, that's just the way my mind works. Who benefits here? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they don't care whether the consumer benefits or not. And the interesting thing was they used the need to publicize the dangers of trans fats 
by emphasizing what they said were the dangers of saturated fats. And they said that we now know that trans fats are bad. They're just as bad as saturated fats. So it was a media campaign for further demonization of butter and, and other saturated fats. And Mary and I actually came up with a chart showing how the trans fats, all of their effects are bad, and the saturated fats, all of their effects are the opposite and are good. For example, trans fats uh, promote inflammation and saturated fats suppress inflammation. Trans fats interfere with hormone production. Saturated fats support hormone production. So uh, there's this, you know, constant campaign to demonize saturated fats. And the real evil players here are the vegetable oil industries. You now, know, is that, I, is that I, a chart that people can find somewhere? Uh, I can send it to you if you want to post it. I would love to post yeah. that. We'll stick it on the website so people yeah. can find that. Yeah. That'd be great. You know, anything that's processed in a factory is going to be damaged and bad for you. And I can't stress enough how horrendous this processing is. Uh, I sometimes show a flow chart in my talks about what goes on in this processing. It's done in oil refineries. They use the same equipment that they use in oil refineries, and the oils are subjected. First, they are degummed. Uh, they're bleached. They are heated. They are um, deodorized. You know, it just, the list goes on and on. And then at the very end, they put some very strong antioxidants in uh, that have some uh, also some quite serious effects. So um, you just don't want to eat industrial oils. You don't want to eat industrial food and especially industrial oils. Now, this process that you're talking about, because we have talked about this a little bit before on Eat Well to Live Well, and I want to make sure it, it it's not just the hydrogenated oils that are going through this, this process. Right. It, it, it can be a liquid oil it, it is and liquid still have oils. Yeah, some of them are hydrogenated at the end, but mostly they're coming out liquid oils. And, you know, the Wesson oil and the cooking oils and salad oils and then all of the products made with these oils. To me, I would call these the lead pipes of Roman time. They are slowly killing us. They're creating infertility. Uh, they're creating health problems that we have no answers for. And uh, they will destroy us unless we um, wake up to what what they are. Wow, and and that's uh, it's just so amazing, amazing to me. So I know the question that that is probably on tons of people's mind right now is, well, you know, what have people been using before they use canola oil? Then, well, of course, in India and China, they used rapeseed oil, freshly pressed rapeseed oil, uh, usually in the context of a diet that had some saturated fat in it, so lard butter, tallow, or ghee, or coconut oil. Um, so they were using a cousin of the rapeseed oil, but that's not what's being used here in Western culture. This is, It's highly processed. No, oh, yeah. And so, it, I mean, we, I just want to make sure that we really hit this home, that this is not the heart-healthy, if you saw me, I'm using that in quotes, the heart-healthy oil that we're reading about. No, the animal studies showed that it was not heart healthy. Uh, the animals still got the lesions. They developed vitamin E deficiency. They had more strokes, uh, more deaths from strokes, and it just was not heart healthy in the animal studies, And but they didn't tell anybody that. <laughs> uh. That's it. And so there there have been some actually some pretty good long 
long-term studies then regarding canola oil? Well, there actually hasn't been much. Right at the very oh. beginning, they did these animal studies, these rat studies, with what they called LEAR, L-E-A-R, low-urusic acid rapeseed oil. And the results were not very promising, but that didn't stop anybody from releasing this oil to the public. And especially if you're using this oil in the context of a diet that's low in saturated fat, which most people are, because they've been told saturated fat is bad, uh, then it's really a dangerous oil to use. Oh, it's so scary. Uh, we're learning about the horrible health problems with canola oil with Sally Fallon, president of the Weston A. Price Foundation and author of Nourishing Traditions and Eat Fat, Lose Fat. Learn more at WestonAPrice.org. Remember, if you have some questions and you want to get them answered, send them to Eat Well to Live Well at the Right Nutrition Plan, and we will answer those on uh, August 11th. So we'd love to hear from you. You're listening to Eat Well to Live Well with me, your host, Kelly Hill, and we'll continue getting more great information right after the break. Cleanse and detoxify your body. 28 Days to Better Health. Using nutrient-dense whole foods is the hot new book written by Kelly Hill. We're inundated daily with toxic compounds in our food, water, air, even our own metabolic process. In this new book, Kelly leads us on that 28-day journey to better health using real, natural food. Experience with over 60 recipes to choose from. This is a cleanse that won't leave you bored. And while your taste buds are happy, you'll benefit from increased energy levels, an improved digestive system, a decrease in food sensitivities and cravings, minimizing aches, pains, and allergies. Begin your 28-day journey to better health and nutrition today by ordering your copy of Cleanse and Detoxify Your Body at therightnutritionplan.com slash book. Everything has a purpose and a plan. Make it your purpose and the right plan. Rightplannutrition.com slash book. Here is your opportunity to create a vibrant new you. Join international radio talk show host Kelly Hill and women's natural health coach Michelle Greenman at the Vibrant New You Retreat. This retreat will empower you to make the changes you've been searching for and help lay in the foundation for living the life you want to live, the vibrant you. Located at the beautiful Ashland Springs Resort in Ashland, Oregon, this retreat will help you create a vibrant life by first constructing your perfect plan and setting your vision and creating accountability for yourself. Kelly and Michelle will help you conquer negative self-talk, find positive motivation, and teach you how to create more vibrancy in your life. The Lithia Ashland Springs Resort offers its guests free breakfast each morning, natural mineral waters with soaking tubs, and so much more. For more information about the Vibrant New You Retreat, visit therightnutritionplan.com slash retreat. This wonderful opportunity is only offered to a limited number of people. So visit therightnutritionplan.com slash retreat to reserve your seat today. Want energy all day? Ready to lose fat without feeling deprived? Tired of complicated weight loss programs? Wish there was a way to lose weight without processed and unnatural food? It's time to jumpstart your metabolism in a healthy way, the Kelly Hill way. This easy-to-follow two-week fat loss program has a 100% success rate to date. It creates and maintains overall health while reducing fat. You'll have more energy, think clearer, feel better, and have lost fat. All while following the two-week menu plan of simple recipes that use real, natural food and include healthy tips for every meal. 
The two-week fat loss program is a clear, easy-to-follow plan that will help anyone get back on the road to optimal health. Order the Right Plan Nutritional Counseling two-week fat loss program today at therightnutritionplan.com slash book. This is Eat Well to Live Well with your host, Kelly Hill. Have a question for Kelly? You can email her at eatwelltolivewell at therightnutritionplan.com. Now back to Kelly Hill. Welcome back as we continue at Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. I'm your host, Kelly Hill. Joining us today is Sally Fallon, present, president of the Weston A. Price Foundation and author of Nourishing Traditions and Eat Fat, Lose Fat. Visit the website, westonaprice.org, for more information on a host of topics from nutrition, diet, health, scientific research, agriculture, holistic therapies, as well as videos and a fantastic blog with even more articles. Mm-hmm. You can connect with them on Facebook or Twitter at the Weston A. Price Foundation. So I, I want to get back. And, you know, I just wanted to mention, sure. we do have an article on canola oil on our website. It's called The Great Canola. Oh, fabulous. Yeah. So it, a lot of this information I'm telling you is there with the references. Good. Okay. References are fabulous. And it was something that off the air I was uh, talking about is there, there's a lot of information out there, people. And I understand that it sometimes can be very, very confusing. The benefit of this particular website, westonaprice.org, and the reason I send people there a lot is because you're going to read an article and it will have a ton of documentation behind it. This isn't somebody just giving you their two cents, their opinion, you know, even if they're a doctor or whatever that gives them some sort of credibility, you're going to have tons and tons and tons of references. Uh, some of those articles have, you know, 30 and more references. So if you're not sure about it, you can keep researching it yourself. And that's the best information, in my opinion. That's where you really find out. This isn't somebody just giving you their opinion. It is backed with some really good research. And that's, I, I think that's so critical because we, we forget that with the fast pace of media today, uh, somebody can, can make a statement and it can fly around the world in, in minutes and be picked up virally and everybody's saying it, whether it's true or not. So if, if you're not sure and you're hearing this stuff and going, I, you know, I'm not, sh- I don't know, are these people crazy? <laughs> uh, maybe a little bit always, but, um, but in this aspect, no. Um, so take a look at the Weston A. Price Foundation website, and you'll, you'll see this. You'll be able to read it for yourself, and it's westonaprice.org. It is one of my all-time favorite websites for, for really giving great information with great sources and great references. So um, please check it out. Now, I we mentioned a little bit, you just it, you kind of briefly went over it, and I want to come back to it mm-hmm. because the the omega-3 fatty acids, you know, we're hearing again and again and again. We yes. need, need more of those. We need more of those. We need more of those. And when I I ran to the traditional grocery store and I looked at oils the other day in preparation to speak with you. And I noticed that there were a bunch of the canola oil uh, packages that said not only heart healthy, but, you know, good source of omega-3, omega-3. fatty acids, yeah. which yeah. you're saying, yes, it's a 10%. So that, that is good, which we need more of. So, well, I, I, I think we're overdosing on omega-3s now. So the problem up to, you know, the end of the last century was that we were getting so much omega-6 in, because most of these commercial oils are just omega-6. They actually do a process called winterization where they take out the saturated fats 
and the monounsaturated fats, and the, what you get in the bottles is almost pure omega-6. And that leads to an imbalance on the cellular level. You really want a nice balance between omega-6 and omega-3. Uh, by the way, the first book to present this concept to the public was my cookbook, Nourishing Traditions. But what's happened is people have gone overboard and they're getting too much omega-3. And uh, you you just need a balance, uh, two and a half to one or three to one, something like that, three parts omega-6 to one part omega-3. And when you um, get too much omega-3, you start having immune problems. You see a lot of rashes in the children, a lot of eczema. Uh, it, it's it's a problem, and uh, again, we just we've just gone overboard on the omega threes. And here's the interesting thing about the omega sixes and the omega threes. First of all, they need to be fresh, and when you eat food as opposed to industrial oils, they tend to be fresh. But without saturated fats, your body doesn't use them very well. With saturated fats in the diet, your body only needs very small amounts of each, omega-6 and omega-3s. Uh, you can get them from most normal foods, um, and uh, you, you really don't need canola oil to get your omega-3s. <laughs> um, one oil that we do sometimes recommend is flaxseed oil, which is, again, very high in omega-3s. And this is uh, it's not industrially processed. It's processed in small presses and has to be kept refrigerated. And that's much, I mean, if you need to, that's a much better choice than canola oil. Uh, by the way, there was one study, you were asking about studies earlier, the Lyon, L-Y-O-N, heart study, which took place a number of years ago, um, they were using canola oil margarine, and they said, and I know that you have to be very skeptical of these studies, that there was less heart disease in the people using the canola oil margarine. They were probably drinking less and smoking less and doing a lot of other <laughs> things, exercising more. Um, and this was touted as being proof that omega-3 fatty acids can uh, um, prevent heart disease, which I think that's a, a real stretch to make that conclusion. Well, that brings up a good point. Mm -hmm. um, then, so why is there so much of this back and forth, not only in the media but in scholarly journals um, as well, about the health implications and the health benefits of canola oil? Why, why are we seeing this go back and forth? Well, most uh, research studies are sponsored by someone, and I imagine that the uh, canola oil studies are mostly sponsored by either the edible oil industry or the canola industry, and they can design these studies to get the results they want. Or if they don't get the results they want, they just don't publish the study. And usually the differences in these studies are very, very small, but they are touted as being, you know, these great big differences. Got it. Mm -hmm. I if you're just joining us today on Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill, we're discussing the real truth behind canola oil with Sally Fallon, president of the Weston A. Price Foundation and author of Nourishing Traditions, as well as Eat Fat, Lose Fat. Find more information at WestonAPrice.org. Remember, you can hear this show or past episodes anywhere. That means you can listen while you're at the gym, driving around, before bed, anytime by downloading the free MP3 from iTunes or listen on my website, therightnutritionplan.com, where you can also enter to be one of the 10 lucky winners of a pack of eco-friendly bamboo toothbrushes from 
from Sensacare. Enter at therightnutritionplan.com by clicking the giveaway link on the right-hand side. Now, I want to go back. I, I'm sorry. I feel a little like I'm kind of jumping around, but mm-hmm. there's so much information here. Yeah, and I want to... Okay. Well, I want to make sure that I get all the questions answered that, that I think people are, are in their head talking about. Um, you said somewhere around two and a half to three omega-6 to one omega-3 uh, three as a, a ratio for yes. people. And, and the, total, the total should not be more than four or five percent of the diet. Uh, of, all, of any fat? Uh, no, of, of the omega-6 and omega-3. Oh, got it. Okay. So you see, it's two and a half percent of the diet omega six, and one and a half percent of the diet omega three, of the fats in the diet. So you know that's a teaspoon of black soil at most, at most. And if you're eating wild fish and pastured eggs, uh, organ meats, you'll get those omega threes in a form that's really fresh, and you, you just don't have to worry about them then. So what do you think about it? Dr. McCullough has come out and, and you know, started promoting more of this type of, of concept, too, but he's talking uh, a one-to-one ratio. Well, I don't think our bodies are so um, tied to one ratio to be healthy because, obviously, you're going to get different ratios and different diets, and nobody wants to follow their diet so carefully that they have to get this just exact ratio. Um, so... I don't know, but it's certainly not 20 to 1, which is what we have today. Right, or maybe even higher. Some estimates, I think, are up to 50 to 1 right now. Yeah, oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really uh, very scary. So this is this is really more about balance than it is about using just canola oil. Well, it's about balance, but I also think it's really about avoiding industrial seed oils, whether it's canola, corn, Soybean, you know, um, sunflower seed, uh, safflower seed, corn, corn, uh, cotton seed, of course. Uh, I just think these are really important to avoid. They, they start out loaded with pesticides, and the, the processing is just horrendous. Well, we need to stay away from all of that because that's that's where we're going to get ourselves in a world of hurt and end yeah. up being, uh, you yeah. know, horrible. Horribly, horribly sick. So when we, if somebody's looking at a food label, uh, you know, obviously I've talked forever and ever about trans fats, you know, avoid the trans fats, avoid the trans fats. Um, But when they see the words canola oil on a food label, so that can actually be a trans fat then? There could be a small amount of trans fats there. There almost certainly is. And because they weren't added or they didn't go through the partial hydrogenation process, only the deodorization process, they don't have to label them, or they say in this teeny-weeny serving size, it's less than 0.5 grams, so we don't have to label it. Um, we did do some tests of foods out there. It's um, an article that we posted on the Weston A. Price Foundation, and by and large, the industry has, has reduced the trans fats in our food. They haven't gotten rid of them completely, but as I say, uh, they have... Um, replace them with the vegetable oils, which they know are very, very dangerous. Like you said, out of the, the frying pan, right, right into, into the fire. fire. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's unfortunate. It's, so, uh, wh- you know, what's a person to, to know? I mean, how, 
if they're going to, obviously my preference is nobody's buying packaged foods, but I am a realist and I recognize that, <laughs> that, you know, people are going to buy packaged foods. So what, um, you know, what can they look for if they are going to go pick up, um, something at a grocery store that has a label on it? Is there anything within that, that oil label or the, the labeling of the oils that is, is going to be healthy for them or are they just have to kind of throw this one out and say, this is, this is one of those moments where we, we hope it doesn't kill us. <laughs> well, I think anything at the grocery store is going to have industrial seed oils in it. It's going to be corn, canola, um, soybean. Very often they say vegetable oils because they don't even tell you because they buy what's cheapest at the time. And so they don't want to specify on the label. Uh, if you go to the health food store, uh, yes, you're going to find some products made with uh, coconut oil or palm oil, and both of those would be very good choices and be a lot healthier for, you know, if you really have to have those kind of snack foods. You also see crackers and things made with olive oil. Um, so, yeah, there, there are some choices in the health food store. Okay, so we we have to take a short break. We're going to come back because I definitely want to make sure that we cover this. I know this is this is what's going through people's mind. How can I avoid it? And where do I? What do I do now (laughs) that I'm I'm worried? Uh, We've been talking with Sally Fallon, president of the Weston A. Price Foundation, author of Nourishing Traditions and Eat Fat, Lose Fat. Check out the website WestonAPrice.org for more information, great blogs, and incredible incredible articles. You can also connect on Facebook or Twitter at Weston A. Price Foundation. Catch this entire show as well as past episodes by downloading the free MP3 from iTunes or listening on my website. We'll be right back to continue this discussion about the politics of nutrition with Sally Fallon. We're listening, you're listening to Eat Well to Live Well with me, your host, Kelly Hill. Want to know the three biggest myths that keep you overweight? Well, now you can in Kelly Hill's free webinar. In just 40 minutes, you'll learn the three biggest nutrition myths that are keeping you overweight, feeling exhausted, and unable to reach your personal goals. The webinar is free, and you'll even get other great freebies that Kelly's clients use daily to reach their goals. It's easy. Visit therightnutritionplan.com webinar. That's therightnutritionplan.com webinar and sign up. 40 minutes that can change your life and help you find your optimal health. Sign up for the webinar and take the unprocessed challenge today to find the you that you know is there. Everything has a purpose and a plan. Make it your purpose and the right plan. Sign up for Kelly's free webinar today. TheRightNutritionPlan.com slash webinar. That's TheRightNutritionPlan.com slash webinar. Not only can you learn about new and fascinating nutritional products at therightnutritionplan.com, but you can win them too. Every month, The Right Plan features a nutritional or innovative product, like the ECO Lunchbox, pumpkin seed butter and pumpkin protein powder, fudge sauce from Wax Orchards, Zorba's handcrafted raw chocolates, coconut oil, and so much more. And every month, one lucky visitor will win the product to try themselves. It's easy to enter. Just visit therightnutritionplan.com slash giveaway. After you've entered the giveaway, check out some of Kelly's delicious recipes that not only will please your taste buds, but your waistline and health as well. At therightnutritionplan.com, you'll learn more about all the wonderful nutritious options that are available to you and your family. Remember, everything has a purpose and a plan. 
Make it your purpose in the right plan. RightNutritionPlan.com slash giveaway. Here is your opportunity to create a vibrant new you. Join international radio talk show host Kelly Hill and women's natural health coach Michelle Greenman at the Vibrant New You Retreat. This retreat will empower you to make the changes you've been searching for and help lay in the foundation for living the life you want to live, the vibrant you. Located at the beautiful Ashland Springs Resort in Ashland, Oregon, this retreat will help you create a vibrant life by first constructing your perfect plan and setting your vision and creating accountability for yourself. Kelly and Michelle will help you conquer negative self-talk, find positive motivation, and teach you how to create more vibrancy in your life. The Lithia Ashland Springs Resort offers its guests free breakfast each morning, natural mineral waters with soaking tubs, and so much more. For more information about the Vibrant New You Retreat, visit therightnutritionplan.com retreat. This wonderful opportunity is only offered to a limited number of people. So visit therightnutritionplan.com retreat to reserve your seat today. You're tuned in to Eat Well to Live Well with your host, Kelly Hill. You can connect with the show by emailing Kelly at eatwelltolivewell at therightnutritionplan.com. Follow Kelly on Twitter at The Right Plan. Now back to Kelly Hill. Welcome back as we continue at Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. I'm your host, Kelly Hill. Today we've been talking about the health impl- implications of canola oil. All of this is thanks to Sally Fallon, president of the Weston A. Price Foundation and author of Nourishing Traditions and Eat Fat, Lose Fat. Visit the website, westonaprice.org, to learn more, read interesting articles, and watch videos. Uh, in fact, the Healing Quest TV series and how to make stocks and soups, those type articles and videos are what you're going to find there. So, And it's all at westonaprice.org. Remember, you can be one of 10 listeners who will receive a free pack of eco-friendly bamboo toothbrushes. Brighten your smile while saving the planet this month. It's free, so enter to win at therightnutritionplan.com. Just click on the giveaway link on the right-hand side. Next week, I'm going to walk you through the three dangerous mistakes that are keeping you overweight, exhausted, and worried that your pants don't fit. Um, I'll basically cut through some of this misinformation that we're talking about here today, and you can pretty much guarantee that you're not going to hear me uh, tell you to eat canola oil next week. <laughs> so we're back with Sally Fallon from the Weston A. Price Foundation. And um, I, we were talking about canola oil and palm oil. And, and I know there's some savvy readers that have probably been seeing the, the information out there that the danger of using palm oil because it's destroying the rainforests. Um, well, you know, uh, there's, there's a number of people who disagree with that. The palm oil is a rainforest. And it has a very diverse ecology, and I think they're concerned about orangutans, and they definitely need to have a habitat. But the thing you have to realize is you get five times more oil per acre from um, palm oil than you do from its next uh, competitor, which is canola oil. So it's a very efficient use of the land, and it is a really stable, healthy oil. Plus the um, the leavings after they make the oil makes a great cattle feed. It's got a really good uh, usage in, in the um, Asian countries. Uh, so I am a, a great advocate of. Um, palm oil. Um, you know, if you're going to complain about the loss of habitat, you need to talk about the loss of habitat in the Midwest from all the corn and soybean oil. 
Oh, and boy, that's mm-hmm. we did yeah. uh, talk about that. Lear Keith was on. Mm-hmm. Boy, I don't even remember what day that mm-hmm. was. Uh, oh, April 21st. So look it up real quick. And that is actually one of the huge pieces we talked about when she discussed the vegetarian myth and uh, what's really happening as we've moved more toward a grain society away from our animal products. uh, I mean, uh, we could uh, organize growing of animal crops on the Great Plains to improve the soil and to provide really healthy meat and fat, including the tallow for fries. And instead, we're basically, um, you know, um, burning through the topsoil that's there and uh, destroying things with Roundup. And, I mean, you know, you need to be uh, fair if you're going to criticize the production of palm oil. Uh, you need to also point out what soybean oil and corn oil are doing. Well, and I think that, you know, it's it's – like you were saying, the, the the information goes back and forth because it just depends on who you're mm-hmm. listening to in that mm-hmm. moment. So, you know, the question is, what can you do? And one of the things I say is learn to make your own salad dressing. All of those salad dressings you buy in a bottle are complete crap. They are loaded with harmful additives and flavorings, plus they're made with the cheapest oils, whether it's canola or soybean or whatever. And your own salad dressing is so easy to make. You just need a little mustard, a little vinegar, and some olive oil. And you can use the finest ingredients, including expensive olive oil, and your dressing is not going to cost any more than the bottled dressings. And then you want to avoid all of those dips and, uh, you know, uh, fake uh, whipped creams and fake uh, creams. You know, they're all made with vegetable oils. And, and then finally, as much as you can, avoid the, the junk foods and the snack foods that are made with these oils as well. Okay, listeners, you heard it. Make your own dressing, mm-hmm. mustard, vinegar, olive oil. And if you need more recipes, I have a ton of them on my website. Mm-hmm. They're, They're all, all going to be healthy approved mm-hmm. by you. <laughs> yeah, so. I have 36 recipes for salad dressing and nourishing traditions. So there's, uh, there's plenty there. And you can make salad dressing in one minute. You know, I do it every night or every night that we're having salad. It's it's just so easy, and it's uh, one step that's not going to cost you anymore, and it will make a huge, huge difference in your family's health. And I know some of you are thinking, well, I eat out all the time. That's not going to work, and I'm going to call some BS on that. Make your own dressing and take it with you yep. in a little container. Or take a little bottle of olive oil, a little bottle of vinegar, and just say you want your salad plain. Yeah, that yeah. it's super easy to do, and and you can you can do this and make a huge huge impact in your health. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And you know the other thing I say at restaurants: uh, tell them you want your food cooked in butter, mm-hmm. and you might even take butter uh, so that they have butter to cook it in. Take a little kit <laughs> and just insist on it. And people may laugh at that, but my favorite Thai restaurant just keeps my uh, coconut oil mm-hmm. ghee blend. Uh, yes. on on their shelf for me, and when I come in, they, they use that to make my food and yes. anybody that's eating with me. And you are sending a message. You're educating people and uh, not only eating healthy food yourself. So there's lots of things you can do, but the main thing is to just be savvy about these industrial oils and do whatever you can to avoid them. 
Yeah, which unfortunately I know means that for some people, when we talk about completely giving up processed foods, it's you know that that's a huge pushback. They're not there yet, and I and I understand that. So just start on a few things and yeah, make a few changes. Salad dressing. Uh, really, it's nobody's being deprived when you make salad dressing. No, that's so much yeah. better. It's so much better. Tastes better. You can add uh, garlic, herbs. Uh, you can add egg yolks. Uh, cream. Uh, I throw my salad dressing in the blender with blue cheese and cream, and um, yeah, I mean it's it's easy to make these dressings. That's the change that you're going to walk away with today, listeners. Making your own dressing, avoiding the dips, fake foods if you can, the whole junk food, or, or at least cut back at minimum. We'll we'll at least ask for that today. Yeah. Uh, t- we we've talked about the health implications of canola oil, thanks to Sally Fallon, president of the Weston A. Price Foundation and author of the cookbook she was talking about, one of my all-time favorites, Nourishing Traditions, as well as Eat Fat, Lose Fat. Check out WestonAPrice.org to learn more about information important health topics like nutrition, toxins, agriculture, fats, children's health, soy, modern foods. I could go on and on about all the great things on that website. It's an absolutely amazing resource of articles, journals, videos, and blogs. Check it out or and or actually connect on Facebook or Twitter at Weston A. Price Foundation. You can also pick up either of Sally's books, Nourishing Traditions, or Eat Fat, Lose Fat on Amazon, or find direct links on my website, therightnutritionplan.com, under Kelly Recommends. Uh, This was an amazing show for everyone interested in nutrient-dense whole foods and finding out the truth regarding our foods. Thank you so much for joining us today, Sally. Thank you for having me, Kelly. And if you'll send me a link to your show, we'll Facebook this. um, We will make sure. Sure. Yeah. I so much appreciate it. Now, listeners, if you have questions, send them to eat well to live well at the right com, and I'll get them answered on August 11th. Don't forget to sign up to win one of those free echo friendly toothbrushes from Sensacare at the right com. Just look for the quick links on, to giveaways on the right-hand side. And while you're entering this month's great w- giveaway, we've got so much more going on. We're, we've got a free webinar coming up, the three dangerous trends that are keeping you feeling overweight, exhausted, and worried your pants won't fit. Big surprise, that'll also be part of next week's show. Remember, if you missed any part of the show, download the free MP3 into iTunes or listen on my website, therightnutritionplan.com. Constantly lots of great stuff on the website, recipes, articles, videos, nutrition tips, giveaways. If you need some uh, dressing recipes right now, take a look, get the information you need and want. It's all at therightnutritionplan.com. Next week, I'll continue trying to clarify the information available when we discuss some of the myths you may be following that are keeping you from losing weight and feeling great. Until then, remember, when you eat well, you live well. So join me every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific for Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. See you next week. Thank you for being a part of our show today. Live well to eat well with Kelly Hill. You can listen to the program live every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific time and 5 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Health and Wellness channel. Everything you eat has a purpose and a plan. Make it your purpose and the right plan. 